What's up, guys? It's Thursday, July 13th, episode 29 of an Orange and Blue thing. That's Darren Meenan. What up? I am Brian Ernie. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We have a great show for you. It is the All-Star break still. There's no baseball going on, but we're still here holding it down. We got a lot to talk about, including... We are going to take live calls for the very first time tonight. <laughs> this I should think, go over well. Yeah, this is going to be an absolute shit show. But nevertheless, uh, when we open the lines up later, and don't call yet because we're not going to answer, so there's no point. Uh, it is The number is 631-760-7722. No, no, 6622. 6622. Is it no, right? I thought it was 7722. Shit, hopefully I have that right. Yeah, I think Darren's wrong. No, I think you're right. 760-7722. I, I believe I am. I believe I am. You know why? I'm always right. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, that. so our hotline is sponsored by the Human Fund. Yeah. People helping people. <laughs> people helping people. Yeah, but so besides it like raining in here, everything's going pretty well so yeah, far. Yeah, we it's about time we upgraded. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got we're the going keys. down with the ship. I got the keys today. That I saw that. I'm, it's very exciting. So uh if you've been following along, we are moving the seven line warehouse and that means the orange and blue oh, thing. Wait. Oh, shit. Don't cheers yet, dude. Cheers. Sorry, my friend. I brought these back from St. Louis. So, yeah, if you've been following along, we are moving our warehouse for the seven line. That means orange and blue thing is also getting an upgrade. So we'll probably be here for a couple more weeks, and then we'll, we'll move out to uh, Hop Hog, Hop Hog, Suffolk County, Long Island. If you do live close by, please don't come by every day. We are going to be <laughs> we are going to be open like once a month for in-person sales. And then like big, big like things that drop. Yeah. In the future, maybe we'll hold back like a hundred, like for a rally cap that's coming out in a couple of weeks. We're not going to do that for, in a couple of weeks, but just for instance, or like the Homer and Apple Beanies, maybe we'll hold some back for an in-person sale. But um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Like it's we have air conditioning. It's ninety. That, it's like a hundred degrees today, and it was like seventy something in there. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It was it amazing. That's, that's I don't know how we lasted good. this long with no air conditioning. I don't know how you guys lasted that long. I was I'm pretty sure it's like i don't know part of Meyer's diet plan or something and to like be that. completely honest sweat it all out. <laughs> i'm not there that much like compared to lizzie and adam like for the you know i live pretty far away from the new Eyed park address so mm-hmm. i wasn't there as much as they were so i kind of felt bad that they were in well all right i take it but i feel bad that had to feel bad that they were sitting in the heat every day you know it's you know it's a little how about a little work workers comp or something like that yeah, they, they get treated well <laughs> <laughs> hey what do you think about uh mike and Bruce's little experiment there in uh oh, the Orange and Brew thing? Yeah. Yeah, our friends Mike, Big Mike, you guys probably know him, and Brew Baca, who calls this this show every once in a while, um, they were making fun of us. Not really making fun, but just like joking around. We were in St. Louis. Every time they turned on their phones on live, they would just pretend it was a new episode. They're like, Orange and Brew thing, episode two. Like, oh, special guest, Darren Meenan, what's up? Like, whatever. It was a good time. St. Louis was awesome. It was just super hot. Obviously, they didn't win on the outing day, but they did win uh, the Friday night game. So I you went were to at that. the Friday night game. Yeah, I went yeah. to that for a little bit. I had the baby with me, and obviously Kelly and I were there. And we like to explore the ballparks. That place is probably the be- definitely the best ballpark for kids that I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you don't have kids, you don't explore that type of stuff, and you probably don't even care about that if you don't have kids. But, um, you know, City Field has the, the zone in the outfield with the batting cages and the wiffle ball area, whatever it is. But if your kids aren't old enough to do that, there's not that much to do for, like, toddlers. Mm-hmm. But this place was incredible. They had a whole area just for little kids, like, three and under with, um, like, a jungle gym and slides and stuff like that. Obviously, awesome. you can't watch the game from there. But when you're with the child at a game, you can't really watch the game that much anyway. How are the, uh, um, how are the hashtag best fans in baseball? They were cool. Like, yeah. honestly, like... We had no problems. The the staff was very, very friendly. All the fans were very friendly. I think they were just more in, like, shock and awe that we were there. Yeah. In that, in you know, a thousand of us were there from 34 states. And I think that 
a lot of people were saying it was their favorite outing as far as not outing, but favorite ballpark they've been to just because of like the hospitality and the experience. That's awesome. Um, we got, we got a ton of good feedback too. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, it was great. That's great. So this week, All-Star, I know you had family in town. Yeah, I still have family in if town. They're, I think they're watching. Yeah, they are. So shout out to everybody down there watching. Uh, I was my, telling you, though, like, you know, you're, all your family watching, our viewer count would have went up if I, they weren't all watching I together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> somebody else get their devices going. Uh, we're, it's my grandfa- we're celebrating my grandfather's 80th birthday and my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah we talked good, about man. that last week, too, I think. But, yeah, so uh, did you get to watch the All-Star game? Um. Yes, I did. I watched the majority of it. Um, so I was over at the hotel with them, watched that a little bit, came home and helped Lauren get the baby down for good, and then uh, and then went back and watched it. And I knew that Conforto was going to come up in the ninth inning with the game on the line. I was starting to fade. I was like falling asleep on the couch, and I'm like, Conforto's due up fifth. I just have a feeling yeah, game's going to yeah. be in his hands. Yeah, it was. Saw him strike out, went to bed. And then I that would have been great. I mean, but obviously uh, he was a bent against Kimbrel, right? Yeah, you know, one I of mean, the best one of the best relievers in baseball. Obviously, you can't expect him to come through there. Dirty, um, dirty, dirty, dirty. Not stuff. saying that he couldn't come through against Kimbrel, but I'm saying you know it's it's it happens. Good it swings. happens to the best of them. You know, Had some good swings. Uh, he would have definitely been the MVP. He would have been walking away with that brand new car. Um, and obviously that would have been nice because Judge owned Monday. It would have been cool if Conforto owned Tuesday. Uh, but. They lost, but big deal, whatever. It's the All-Star game. And you know what it is now that it doesn't count again? Yep. It was very laid back. I liked the, in, the in-game interviews were pretty cool. Yeah. A-Rod walking around the infield talking to guys. Cool. Um, you know, guys were mic'd up. Bryce Harper, you we, know, we with, were, his, with his douchey we hair, flip. hair flip. You know, it was, it was cool. It was a good that, game. That's going to be a gift. Yeah, I already made one. No, of me. <laughs> oh, of you? <laughs> um, yeah, so it was 2-1. I mean, what can you? it wasn't a blowout. It was, it, was a good it, was, game. it was a good game. It went fast. The pace was pretty good. It did go very fast. So, you know. But obviously this time of year, nothing to really talk about baseball-wise. Uh, stories come out. It's it, it's just par for the course during this week. How can we speak? How, what can we do to change baseball? What what can, what can be done to do this or that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like a 20 page spread. I think it's in the post or one of the local papers did like a 20 page spread how to fix baseball because apparently it's broken. And um, not by my count. Yeah, I know. We talked about it through text, but the um, a, a lot of people think that baseball is going in the wrong direction. They got to they got to cater towards the youth, and I think that's why Monday night's home run derby was so. You know, Judge and Stanton aside, was so um, exciting was because they changed the rules, and I think that it was a little brought more excitement to the game, and that's what younger fans they need constant uh, entertainment, and I think the downtime and the slow parts of baseball is what's turning not turning people off, but they're not getting new young fans that are excited about that. Okay. Um, in my opinion, there are not many like very young kids that are super pumped on baseball, which is a shame because like what we came up on, we didn't have the other dis- other distractions. We weren't chasing Pokemon through fucking parks yeah. in Central Park. You know? Well, but and then, you know, you see these studies come out and they say that more young kids are gravitating towards baseball than ever before. And then uh, the other three main sports, they're trend lining down. I guess so, it depends on who you speak with. You know what I mean? I thought, I, well, I mean, look, there's obviously a pace of play issue. And I know we talked about it through text. Darren texted me yesterday and said. Do you think if they went to three balls for a walk, that would help base play? I just wrote back, no. And then you're like, do you think, what about what going they to did two, two strikes? strikes and three balls instead of three and four? And you're like, no. well, <laughs> no, but there would be an extra open seat at City Field because he'd stop watching baseball pretty it, much. It, was, it um, would be ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I, I was against the start. Uh, extra innings with a man on second. We talked about that, you know, before the season started, and then obviously the four pitch walk, whatever. Yep. That hasn't done anything. That hasn't sped, sped the ball, sped the game up at all, in my opinion. Right. Um, the intentional walk rule. Um, 
Dude. I don't know. So did you come up with? We, we did. did talk about it. Like, what do you think they could do to speed this game? I up? have a I have a three pronged approach. Let's hear it. Okay, and you got to let me get through it. All right. So first thing first, uh, catchers' visits they count as mound visits. So Yadier Molina can't go out there eighteen times a game. Mm-hmm. Once he goes out there first, it's just like a coach went out there. You know, two visits in for the same pitcher in the same inning, he's out. Three pit three visits overall, he's out. But they can go out. He can go out once an inning if he wants to. He can, no, he can he can get gets to go out three times. Oh, total, total. Like okay, so, okay, so okay. it's like if he goes out three times, just like the manager went. Sorry, out Sorry, I zoned times. out for a second. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about short attention spans, right? Yeah. All right. So catcher's visits count as coach coaching visits. That's one. Two. I have to credit my father with this because he came up with this one. The only pitcher that gets in stadium warmups like on the mound is the pitcher who starts the inning. Or if you come in after an injury, we. Thought about that, okay? okay? Because that, that's unlimited. Because, yes, it is. And what's to stop somebody from faking an injury? Here's the deal. If it's an injury, okay, if the bullpen guy is not ready and you want the unlimited warm-ups, you put the pitcher that you're taking out of the game for injury on a special five-day DL. A five-day DL, which means that the guy misses a start. He misses. A, he gets pushed back one day from his normal rest day, okay? okay. And for a reliever, he's actually got to be hurt because then he's going to go on a 10-day DL anyway. All right, or he's going to take a couple games off. It's not going to hurt that much. So that's a, that's the second thing. So you're not going. And the final thing, which I think is the biggest thing, is commercial breaks only on the full inning. Half inning, you start selling space on the screen, or if you have to, in different places in the stadium. It's like a short, like one minute, whatever. Yeah. So you're not you, production elements are not holding up, which is the bit which we talked about. I think is the biggest drag on the thing, especially in the national games where they oh, hold Sunday night baseball. They yeah. hold the play for the commercial to come back. So instead, you're going uh, in the after the bottom of the first, after the bottom of the second, instead of every single time, and no pitching changes mid inning too, because those guys aren't getting warm ups now. So you're not. Blevins comes in, commercial, he gets six, seven pitches, then they come back, and none of that. And I think you get that down to two hours, 15-minute average game time easily. That, you know, SNY did the whole no commercial thing a couple of times, and it was actually more interesting, like when KB was being part of the grounds crew. Dude, yeah. it's, it'd be way more interesting if they just let the guy, you know, it's the middle of the second. The guy only, needs, only gets five warm-up pitches. Pitcher only gets five warm-up pitches once he's in the game, so and it's not his first inning. So he's throwing five tosses. I would rather, honestly, watch them. Right. Speaking of SNY, did you see what Al Dukes wrote this morning? I did see that. Not bad. So I wrote, I wrote to Al. You know, I said, "What am I opening myself up for taking live calls?" Which we're going to do it a little bit later in the show. He said, "Don't worry about it. You know, it should be okay." Um, and I wrote, "Like, well, what else are people going to be watching tonight? There's nothing on TV. Last night was the SBs. All Star Game stuff is over." And he wrote. Something too along the lines is why doesn't SNY just pick you guys up and stream the live feed? And you know we wouldn't be opposed to it, but uh, too late now. Maybe next year. Maybe next um, year. Anyway, so yeah, the we're open to all things. <laughs> we couldn't curse. We could still drink, though. I'm sure. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. That. Hoda and whatever and Kathy and Lee Kathy drink Lee, in yeah, the morning. Get boozy at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, whatever. So seriously, <laughs> it's eight o'clock a.m. for some people that watch us. We're international. So and now uh, speaking of last we last week's show, McKellar. Mm-hmm. We got some shine off of that too. We did men's journal, yeah, linking back to orange and blue thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, New York One, Queens dot com, Brew New York, Brew York, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Brew has any anything to do with that. 
Uh, you should. You, <laughs> well, should. you should. You should get in on that. Get in on the hashtag branding. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and watch last week's episode. Um, there will be a brewery coming to City Field, so you should go watch that episode. Here, all about Most it. Definitely. So we did jump around a little bit. Uh, we totally skipped the uh, St. Louis the recap. St. Louis recap, but we'll get to that in a second. I want to tell you about this game I invented. Yes, I'm very excited to hear okay, about and this. And we talked about it before we got on the air, and you you heard some of the rules, and you were saying, wow, like for guys like like you. Um, this would be something that you might want to play after your career. Okay. Not along the lines of the big three, but kind of. So I don't know what it's called, but it, I think I'm going to go with long ball for now. Long ball. Everyone likes chicks dig the long chicks ball. Do dig the home long run ball. derby was pretty awesome on Monday. In that my is- opinion, I think it was the best home run derby. Actually, I wrote that tweet during round one, mm-hmm. and I think that round one and, and two were cool, and then once Stanton was out, I think it kind of like lost its appeal a little bit. I thought, it, I thought you were right. I, thought you were I think the line. final was kind of like... I thought it was the best home run derby ever. Did you... Were you a big fan of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I was. So when, somebody you know, when the first one is on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first guy that yeah, like won two, the million. Yeah, did you ever yeah, see that? Yeah. I did. All right. So, so I don't know. I, I got to. And he called this shit his down. like called yeah, his yeah, mom yeah, yeah, yeah. and was like told her like I'm gonna win. I'm, I'm about to be a millionaire. Yeah. So someone wrote, um, "How baller would it have been when Judge only needed one more home run than if he just stood there for a couple minutes and then, then hit it?" And you know he'd like get the yips. <laughs> It'd be awesome. <laughs> like, but anyway, say, I don't know who wrote that, but I was thinking along the same lines of in in who, who if you don't know what I'm talking about, who wants to be a millionaire? The guy that won, he still had a lifeline of call like phone a friend or whatever he had all three really yeah he had all three so, i'm pretty sure so the final question comes up he knew the answer and like a total like badass he goes i think i got to use my lifeline phone a friend he calls his parents and he goes hey guys just want to let you know i'm about to be a millionaire and everyone's like oh shit <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome balloons come <laughs> it was down. pretty awesome it was yeah. pretty awesome he's on regis Feldman was still the host yeah and uh, now they've had like 10 hosts since but i think that would have been pretty is that cool. still on the air i think so it's like a daytime show yeah now. it's a, I, I saw it when like meredith, meredith was yeah, hosting it. yeah there's yeah, a bunch yeah. of different people on there yeah, so anyway Long ball is long the name ball. of the game. All right, long ball. It's an eight-person team. Okay. Okay. You can have I, – I first wrote it's eight-person team, but you can have four of those can be pitchers. But now I'm thinking anybody could pitch. Anybody can pitch at why. any time. You could switch it around any time. Like once you start a quarter, it's four quarters. Okay. So eight-person eight team, doesn't matter who pitches, that's your team, eight okay. people. Um, there are four quarters. There are 20 minutes each quarter, 10 minutes per side per team. Okay. So the way it works is 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. If you're team A, I'm team B. Um, there are no fielders except for the pitcher who's on my team. Okay. You're eight guys bat. You get three swings per batter, and you rotate. Mm-hmm. Um, no fielders. There is a halftime. Three swings per batter. Only home runs count. Foul balls, singles, none of that counts. Home runs count as one. If you go past 420 feet or some set number, it counts as two. Okay. Um, so you get your 10 minutes. You know, and, and what's to say, what's to hold a pitcher from just like standing there? There will be a pitch count. And like wiffle ball, behind the batter, there will be a hole in like whatever, a piece of aluminum. If it goes in the hole, you're out. You have to switch, switch batters. So you can't just take pitches forever. You can't just stand there. Okay. So th- that's what it is. Okay. So it would be, it would come down to an hour and 45 minutes with a 10 minute half, mm-hmm. two minutes between. Uh, half quarters. So it's 10 minutes on, 2 minutes, 10 to 10 to 10 to 10. So it un- ends up being an hour and 45 minutes with a 15-minute pregame, two-hour show, all about home runs, eight on eight. Interesting. Timed. Timed team home run derby. Okay. What do you think? I think it's cool. You can tell me if you think it sucks. I don't think it sucks. Are the pitchers trying to get you out, or are they trying to well, throw you BP? So, 
they're no, they're trying to get you out. They want you to. They don't want you to hit a home run because I'm not. You're not bad. You're not pitching for yourself. Is there, so is there is there a detriment to the pitcher not throwing strikes? Um. Because like, what's to say be a penalty? He, like if if, yeah, if, if you're say, throwing junk and you're out of the yeah, like if the pitcher throws a ball, like be if some, he walks a guy, then there's it's like some kind of demerit against the other yeah team yeah or something whatever. yeah there'll be there'll, there'll be more rules right. to, than see, that. But you like, see, I'm thinking about this yeah yeah. Right but now. I think that it would be interesting and exciting because like you're not just standing there, you're not pitching to yourself. That's why I'm saying like on your team, those eight guys, maybe you have to bat six, so like okay. two guys can be real pitchers. What about ties? Um. I don't know. We'll figure that out afterwards. But this is, I think it's, this is ba- I think it's a pretty is, good start. You better check to see if ESPN still has chicks dig the long ball copyrighted <laughs> or trademarked or whatever. It's called long ball or bomb or whatever. I mean, Dude, I think that's, I think long ball is great. Yeah. All right. There you go. Long ball. There Just invented go. it. All right. Are you going to play? But this I'll is play? something you could also play like wiffle ball style. Like, you know, when you play like, oh, hit it off the house. It's a home yeah, run. Yeah. Same, same shit. But there are no runners. There are no batters. You don't have to, you, you're hitting bombs. I have a wiffle ball bat and balls back at the hotel. You want to come and play first round of long ball? Where's the hotel? So close by? It's right by right in there. Yeah, uh, sure. Right on 61. All right. Anyway, so that's the game. We'll see. We'll see. Right. What, we'll see what people think. All right. They probably think it sucks. Get ready, Montreal clan. We're it's basically long like ball. eight on eight DH. You know what I mean? It's and, cool. and a I couple like of those guys can pitch. I like it. You know what I mean? All right, so we did go to St. Louis last weekend. We did lose. Um, the seven-line army is now 40, 40 and 31. That was our 71st outing. Tomorrow is 72. So hopefully we are going to see a victory. DeGrom's on the mound. We're going to be pre-gaming at McFadden's. But uh, let me play this little video that I put together from the weekend.
All right, so we're here at Bush Stadium. The outing's about to get started. Ben just tossed out the first pitch for the Seven Line Army. This is Shannon Novlock. She's our ticket rep here at the Cardinals. And uh, you're telling me that that was the first time a Mets fan group, or a, a, a fan group of any team besides the Cardinals has thrown out a first pitch, is that correct? That is correct, yes. How about that? That was awesome. So shout out to uh, Ben for throwing out the first pitch. He, he like ran out there, jumped over the lines. Yeah. And he was back before I could even turn my phone on. That was a good Turk Wendell impression. <laughs> yeah. I like that. But did, I, I know you didn't hear it, but uh, um, shout out to uh, the ticket rep, Shannon Knobloch. She said we were the first fan group ever to throw out a first pitch. Wow in front of the Cardinals fan base, which That's was great. Fantastic. I mean, I couldn't, I can't say enough good things about the day uh, besides the loss, obviously, but the night before we went to Brewer, yeah. um, which was really cool. It was all brand new content. I've seen him a couple of oh, cool. times and you know, a lot of guys, they, they practice and finesse a certain stand up and they do the same routine for a couple of months here or there, whatever. But it was completely new, which was great. And he was actually t not taking requests, but there was this really annoying guy in the front. who was like, do this, do that, like, you know, anno like, yeah. annoying, but uh, he actually like listened and did it. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, the uh, there was an engagement in the group. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up because I did ask people to use a special hashtag, storming, which Saint was Louis. storming St. Louis. So uh, this is on Instagram. So if you just go on Instagram, type in storming St. Louis. These are a couple of things. This couple, Michelle and um, Silvio, I think his name is. They got engaged in the section, which was cool. I think that was like the, our third engagement. It's awesome. Um, Here's Amanda doing some dancing. <laughs> it was so good. I, this just like popped up. The pregame was so sick. Patios, like we walked in, and I don't think that they really knew what to expect just yeah. from me like texting them. Not texting. Like, yeah, I actually was texting that manager and emailing them saying, we have a 1,000 tickets. I'm not sure how many people are going to show up, but I think like 400 at least did. It was hot, dude. Yeah. It was like 100 degrees, super humid. No one really wanted to be outside. And this place has a huge indoor bar with air conditioning. We're like, all right, let's just do that. They were playing a bunch of New York music. Um, cool. They put on – they played um, – um, the Sinatra song, the Yankee song, and he didn't know. Uh, and someone York, walked York. up and like, "Yo, turn this shit off." This is a Yankee song. He's like, "Oh man," he actually said, "Like, sorry guys, like, yeah. whatever." But it was cool. Um, there's a lot of stuff here on uh, Instagram if you just type in "storming St. Louis." The Amanda video doing like the Carlton, yeah, was the funniest thing because all the like the frame is her, that face. Like that she does, and it was so funny. It just like <laughs> popped up in the middle of my feed, and I, like I've been really busy this week, and I, ha I like stopped everything I was doing to watch it. It was so funny. Remember, I talked about how um, you know I can go to Paris and not even care about sightseeing. Yeah, I was a block away in my hotel from that arch. Yeah. I did not go to it. That's okay. I saw it from my window. I but... <laughs> still say, what is there to go to? It's you can an go arch. in it. You can go in it. That's and... what I'm saying. Yeah. What, what, you go up in it, and, and then what? I don't know. I got better things to do. And then what? You know? <laughs> Dude, like I said, I'd rather sit around and do nothing. Brew, Brew Baca, mm -hmm. wrote today on Twitter. He got his hair cut and then did nothing all day. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know what the fuck that's like. Yeah, seriously. What is that I'm like? jealous. One day. One Jeez. day. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot well, of our group. <laughs> 18 years from now, we'll, we'll get together and just sit on the couch and do nothing. A lot of our group. Well, you know what? And then we'll be laughing because then they'll have kids. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Brew will be like, oh, man, I didn't sleep at all last night. Yeah, sucker. <laughs> my baby who has a beard already is. is 
But yeah, yeah. St. Louis was really fun. Um, what else happened? Oh, I almost got jumped. Oh yeah. Well, you alluded to this story Let before me we got on the story. I want to know. I don't how like. And why. I don't like StubHub for our home games. Right. Reason being, you put the tickets up. Someone that, like, let's say we're playing the, the Cubs. Some Cubs fancy tickets. They, oh, field tickets. Let me go buy these tickets. And they're sitting in our group, which is which sucks. Like, you don't want to be in a solid group of orange-clad Mets fans. It sucks for us and them. Exactly. They'll right. buy the ticket unknowingly, and they come to City Field, and they're like, oh, damn, this sucks. But um, I did have five extra tickets in the wheelchair section because mm-hmm. section, I have to buy 10 extra because when people purchase the tickets from us, we don't know how many we're going to need. We're probably not going to need 10, but we might. So sometimes you need five, which we did. I had five extras. I couldn't sell them. So I had them on StubHub for 20 bucks just to get some money back. Uh, ticket price at 61 bucks on the ticket stub. So $20 just to get some cash. Walking to patios, I remembered that there were these scalpers the night before work, like work in the corner. And I'm like, you know what? Um, I don't know what to do with these tickets. They haven't sold yet. I'm just going to get rid of them. So I see the guy. And I'm like, yo, dude, you want to buy some tickets? He goes, how many you got? I'm like, I got a lot, but I need two for me. You know, whatever. I got five left. He goes, uh, how much does it say on this stuff? I'm like, 60 bucks. I'm like, I'll do them for 30. He's like, no, 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 no. There's five tickets. So he's like, I'm, I'm going to do it for 100. And starts taking, he just tells me we're doing it for 100. Starts taking the tickets out of my hand while giving me $100. And I'm like, whoa. I was like, Relax, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm not some schlub. I'm I'm from New York, blah blah blah. And the other boys are like, "Whoa, what's that mean? You're from New York?" They surrounded me, five guys. I'm like, "Shit," you like, you know, it's broad daylight, but still, you know, shit happens. I don't feel like getting shot before the outing. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, do it for um, uh, one twenty. Do it for one twenty because I had him on for twenty dollars on sub up. Do it for one twenty. And he goes, no, 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 no. So finally, he agreed on the 120. Didn't tell me that he had the $20 there, but like, I was like, all right, I'm out. And he's like, look, look, look down, look down. And it was 120. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I take the money. I'm walking to the bar. I'm like, oh, thank God. I didn't get fucking shot. Mm-hmm. I get an alert on email. On an email, they sold. So the tickets I sold the guy were now void. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> what do I do? If I walk back to my hotel later with Kelly and the baby, these guys are waiting. I just scammed them for 120 bucks. What do I do? So I'm like, shit, now I got to go back to these guys and give them their money back. I'm like, dude. And when I was walking back, you could see them. Like, what the fuck does this guy want now? Because yeah. like, I just had like yeah, an yeah, issue yeah. with them. They're probably like, what's this guy want? So I go back, and they're. I'm like, dude, I gotta give you your money back. He goes, for what? I'm like, they just sold. Blah blah blah. I had him on StubHub, and he's like, all right, thank you for being honest. And he kept the tickets anyway. So he definitely sold. He didn't give a fuck. No, he but, sold them to somebody else. Exactly. But I wanted screwed. my hands clean when I walked right, back to right, hotel right. after the game. So no, that you did the right thing. But dude, I was like shitting for a second. I'm like, oh man, this could get a little hairy mm. right here. So anyway, hmm. moral of the story, uh, I don't know. There is no moral of the story. Uh, the moral of the story <laughs> is don't go to St. Louis and get jumped. Someone got shot on the way. Like, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, Mike like, didn't believe it. The The Uber driver was like, no, someone got shot here before. And he's like, no, nah, I don't believe that. Then they checked the news. Someone you, really got you shot. You always believe the Uber driver. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Uber drivers, so my cousins are in town, right? And they, they first night in, you know, they're young. They're like 20. They're about to be 25 and 23. Is this so the one that's getting the tattoo? Yeah, one of them is. I'm taking uh, I'm taking my uh, twenty soon to be twenty three year old cousin to get his first tattoo tomorrow, and they get an Uber and they're like, I think maybe we'll go to Port Jeff. You know, we want to go out. The guy's like, No, no, no. Like you guys are young. Like Port Jeff is a, it's a little sleepy. It's Monday on a weekday. Night. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking you to Patchog. So they're like, All right, sounds good. They end up being out till like two thirty in the morning. You know, because they're young and and whatever. But they're like, oh, yeah, we met somebody from the uh, Seven Line Army, you know, and and they were buying us drinks all night. I'm like, 
<laughs> oh my god it works out like that sometimes yeah it does work out like that sometimes so apparently all you got to do is drop the uh brian ernie's cousin thing <laughs> but yeah Aren't so you that guy from that show yeah 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 the other guy <laughs> indart wants me to get that on my jersey next year other guy the other guy yeah yeah, so people are saying in the comments, I'm, they're glad I'm okay. Like, I, I wasn't really that nervous for my life, but it was, it was getting a little sketchy there for a second, but whatever. I'm all right. I was walking. They, people are asking why I was going to the ballpark by myself. I was walking to the pregame, and then after this whole shit went down, I saw Amanda and Indard and Caitlin and mm-hmm. uh, Drea, and I'm like, dude, you guys don't even know what the hell just happened. Yeah. I almost got killed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, a fun, it was a fun weekend, so I definitely it recommend like checking that place out. Maybe check it out in September, though, when it's a little bit cooler. Yeah, yeah. So we did get some voicemails before we decided that we are going to take live calls. Um, let's play a couple of those now, and then we will open up the phone lines for the first time ever, which should be pretty interesting. So should be fun. What do you want to hear first? What are you in the mood for? Uh, some music. Um, how about a call from Ireland? Okay. Okay. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Ryan here from Ireland. Um, just give me a quick call. Just wondering if there's any of the old food places from Shea Stadium. What would you bring to New City Field? See ya. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, but Ryan might not be... He may have never went to Shea Stadium. It's not what it was, what it is now. Like It's not destination spots where like chains were trying to get restaurants in Shea yeah. Stadium. There wasn't the space for it. i so, got to be like, honest with you, though. Um, my dad and I talked about this on opening day. I would rather get crappy food quickly than good food and take a long time. I'm not time. waiting online and missing three innings. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm done with that. Like, I've done that a couple of times this year. And, like, because after we went to the food event, I'm like, oh, I'll have this at the game. I'll have this at the game. Screw that. I'm over that, man. They had this. I'm ch- contemplating wearing a diaper. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wait online, dude. Dude, they have this. They uh, At Chase Stadium, they had this Italian I'm chicken serious, sandwich. I'm serious, I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> they had this, like, Italian chicken sandwich, which was 100% like a piece of Purdue chicken with, like, it that the, they sell, at a, like, an Italian Purdue chicken breast. It was 100%. It had to be. Like, a piece of Purdue chicken that they just cooked and threw on a hamburger bun. It was the best thing in the world because it was always hot. You could always get it. Like, it was right in the lows. You could go down and be like, chicken sandwich, boom, right there. Go right back to your seat. I miss that so much. Like, I, get me one of those chicken sandwiches. Somebody figure it out. I think when, like, sausages and peppers became a thing, that's what I would have at Chase Stadium all the time. Because there was, oh, like, yeah, that it, was was a, a, it was on every level. There was like a bunch of 90s, guys, a bunch of stands. Like, you know, I was like, screw it. That's what I'll great. have. Um, you know, I'm so bad with these questions because I'm not big on eating at the ballpark. And at Shea, I don't feel like there was no restaurants. So I don't think there was anything at Shea that we could bring over to City Field unless someone has, you know, can tell us in the comments. But um, I want my chicken sandwich. I'm just happy to get a call from Ireland. That was cool. That was cool. The motherland. We're international on this show. Internationally known. That's right. Hey, guys. This is Steve from Brooklyn. A couple of related questions. Number one, do you have any idea when Loyal to the Last Out will be airing again on TV? I missed it the first time around. And related, I recently saw on a Facebook page, a uh, Met fan page, I was reminded of a documentary they made in 2005, 2006, uh, that were made about some Met fans called Mathematically Alive. And I recently watched it again. And I was just wondering if any of the people that were featured in that documentary... Uh, have become members of the seven line, and if you've met any of them, thanks again, guys. Keep up the great work. Let's go, Mets. Side note from Steve, because he actually sent two. One was just a comment, and one was a question. Steve does voiceover work. He's a he's an actor. He does voiceover work. He said he would 
uh, offer his services to us for free if we ever need voiceover stuff for the show. That's very cool. Which is cool because we, we might That's once awesome. we move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll get back to you on that. But in a world. <laughs> Something like the, that. The, the two questions there. The first one was, when will Loyal to the Last Out be on TV again? I have absolutely no idea. Josh from Sports Illustrated was in talks with uh, some networks. And once he knows, I'm sure he'll let me know. Number two, did you ever see Mathematically Alive? I never have. They documented the 2006 series, which was, you know, who would have known to start recording that, 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 Wait, that season? I did. I have seen, seen it. it. I, I don't remember it well, but I, like I, have seen, yes, I have seen it. I have seen it. Um, but, yeah, the question was, has anyone, anyone in the film sat with us? But, yeah, the Sarone's in that. I think Greg yep. Prince is in that, um, who we'll talk about in, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, quite a few people in the film did end up sitting with us. The, oh, the brothers. Um, Al and um, shit. They're from New York. They moved to Florida. I stay. Oh, man. I feel like such a dick for not remembering the name. But yeah, a bunch of people that were in the film actually ended up sitting with us. I think you could actually watch it for free now on YouTube. So it's called Mathematically Alive. It's all about 2006 and the run through the playoffs. Um, they obviously weren't allowed to film in the ballpark. It wasn't, um, they didn't have anything with Major League Baseball. So like they did film in it, but they just blurred, blurred the scene, you know? Uh, cool documentary. Yeah. Good time. I, man, that season still bumps me out. Yeah, I mean, but watching it now, I mean, whatever. Yeah, the season it was, season was a bummer, but the film was pretty cool. And it was, it was like the first that I know of that followed fans around for an extended period of time. I'll have to go back and watch that because I, I definitely watched that before I knew and was friends with Matt and stuff like that. It'd yeah, be cool to watch. and he was like young. Like, uh, like, yeah, it was, you know. A, Drink water, Matt. You don't a, believe me. Water. Eleven years ago, man. The magic elixir. But the it was cool. Like the, the before each segment, they actually sat down with like a like a sports psychologist, like psychiatrist that was like, well, you know, fans are connected to sport yeah. because of X, Y, and Z, and then they would talk to the fans about their experiences. But it was cool. It was good. Cool. You don't want to listen, to Calvin Harris. D new segment. J from Connecticut. Eight trips. Let's call it uh, uh, calls from the road or uh, road trip BM, whatever. Let's go, Mets. Woo! Get some. Get excited. Stay excited. All right. So we did. That wasn't even a question. But we did tell people to call us when they were drunk. This came through overnight on the road. Uh, and Jay is the guy that uh, you weren't in Florida, but they were calling him like. We, him and I look alike. Yeah. He's got longer hair. We look pretty similar. So they were calling him Darren for like a day. And he was like, what the fuck? Who are these guys? What are these guys messing with me? I'm like, no, they're cool. Whatever. You know, just guys, you know, joking around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, calls from the road might be something cool. Like maybe on the next road trip, we'll be like, you know, send us some voicemails from Seattle. We'll put them together and make a little segment, which might be cool. So that wasn't even really a question. It was more of just like Jay wanting to be on the show and say what's up. I like it. That's cool, man. Hey, Brian, Darren, James here from Baldwin. Quick hypothetical. If Major League Baseball changed the playoffs from by league to just the teams with the best record, meaning like the Mets could play a team from the American League before the World Series, who are the four teams from the wild card to the World Series that you would feel most satisfied watching the Mets beat? See ya. That's cool. Well, first of all, let's address that in two parts. Would you ever be open to Major League Baseball doing away with divisions, doing away with leagues, and just going top 10 teams make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah? I think it would be cool if they just had no leagues because it's interleague every day anyway. Right. So it's like these are the teams. 
there's no more D. There's no more. Uh, you know, pitchers don't have to hit anymore. Okay. DH across the board, and that's. I it think they need baseball. to do DH across the board at some point. I hate the DH, but I, it, it's the time is probably. There could still be East, West, Central, whatever. Split it up and whatever. There's there's interleague every day. Oh, you so, might. Just, but if you're doing that, you can't because you got to play a balanced schedule if you're doing that. Because if you're doing that, you can't have you can't have the Mets play the Nationals 18 times and have. The Cubs play. But that's good the, because then it'll be a more true record at the end of the year. But that's what I'm saying. Play a balanced schedule. Yeah, then play of every team and every team, whatever, nine times, whatever it works that's out cool. to be. Okay. So then each series, like, you know, if you do have your big rivals, let's say the Nationals, Yankees, whatever, mm-hmm. um, those games would be so much more, there'd be so much juice behind because them. Because you might theoretically could be a game behind the Yankees in the standings for. Well, here's the thing. I like that. And when people are like, oh, well, um, you know, w- winning against the five teams in the East are more important than winning against someone else. And right. No, like every it's game. Not, is, right. Yeah. Every game matters. So the only sport that I don't love that in is baseball because of the lineage of like divisions and pennants. Like the Giants win the pennant. The Giants, win, you know what I mean? You're like, more of a historical guy. Like, I don't think you want change that much. No, no. I, I'm open to change. Like, I'm not an anti replay guy and like all that stuff. But like, I, I just, I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's bred in me. So maybe you're right. But maybe I would come around to it like i don't think basketball or the or hockey need divisions at all that's just stupid like well what's going on in basketball now it's like uh, it's almost unfair you know yeah oh yeah you might but just i mean so anyway uh, cuban was saying if they weren't playing in their in their league they'd have a better shot whatever right um so the so then who would i be most satisfied seeing them beat uh i mean obviously for the world series the yankees yeah, but I think you also have to go against anyone who's knocked us out lately. So it would be KC, Yankees, whatever. Not me, not for Kansas City. Kansas City, like, exactly. wouldn't like, satisfy me. I, would, would satisfy me. The run that would satisfy me would be Washington. Well, no, they're out. He said four teams from AL. Oh, for just so, from the AL? No, so, or including all of them. I think no, he said I think he said what four well, AL okay, teams just, would be happy just beating. From the American League, I would be happy beating Boston, the Yankees, uh... Honestly, this is like weird baggage from the past, but Oakland, because I think the Mets should have won that 1973 World Series. And who has the most pennants in? The, is it um, in the AL besides the Yankees and, Bo- and not Boston? Like, because it's Yankees, Cardinals. Yeah. I don't Do you know? know? I don't know who Man, three I st- is. I stumped the. I don't irony. know who three is. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that I know the count since. The I know the count for National League pennants since 1969, which when they started the LCS, the Mets have the are tied with the, for the second most pennants, I believe, with five. I think you were talking about that on one of yeah. one of our early episodes. Yeah, like, just well, that we're not cursed per right. se. You know, it's like <laughs> it it's actually goes. But I guess that if it was just the AL, then I guess the Royals would have to be on that too. Okay, but that's if what, we included, I mean. like, I'm if we about... included the National League, I would have to say the Cardinals and the Nationals are on that list. All right, we're gonna get to one more, and then we are gonna open up the phone lines. It is six three one seven six zero seven seven two two. Brought to you by our good friends at the Human Fund. Yes. Um, we will be opening up that up in a second, but we got one more question. Before before we move on. Hey, fellas. Uh, if you could take any band or artist to play at City Field that hasn't in the past, who would it be? Thanks. So there's not that many bands that actually played at City Field yet besides the... Um the are we just talking about post game bands? No, I think any. In, so like Grateful, you know, whatever yeah, Dead and Company. Dead and Company cuz John Mayer plays with Dead and Company. So oh, I can't I can't put him on the list then. Yeah. Uh didn't did Beyonce do her thing there yeah, yet? Yeah, Beyonce did her thing last uh, year. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't pick her anyway, obviously. But Audrey I'm just trying to say Metallica. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I went to see the the Big Four, which was the uh, Metallica thing with uh, Anthrax, Slayer, and Megadeth at Yankee Stadium, and we were actually on the field for that. Mm-hmm. 
And I had a sticker on the back of my phone at the time, the seven line sticker, and I put it on the the Yankees foul pole, which yeah. was you know. random. Random new obsession for me, uh, like not that they're a new band or anything, but Mumford and Sons have been really into into. I guess Marcus it, Mumford. Whoever could pack the place out, because I feel like um, you know, same thing with movie. We talk about it all the time. Like movies are funnier when um, Ryan Clancy says Coldplay. Know how I know you're gay, Ryan? <laughs> uh, when a full when the stadium's full or the ballpark, you know, or the the theater is full, I think things things are better. Um, I don't know. Do you think Bunford and Sons could no, sell probably out? Not sell field? out, but that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. Just like in general, I I remember the post game concert. I was I the first one I went to was Third Eye Blind, and I, I was just like psyched about that for no reason whatsoever. You know, uh, I always say this that Do you I, know your, what that was your first concert. No, no, no. At the City Field. What concert. was your first ever concert? The Beach Boys at, at uh, Westbury. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I think my first ever. I mean, I went to shows like a lot of like local shows. I actually saw like Sick of It All and shit like that back in the day. But like first concert, concert. Yeah. Um, I went to the Metallica Symphony at Madison Square Garden in 1999. Well, that's obviously much cooler than mine, with a bunch but... of friends. It was sick. Like, it was dude. It was. Pretty, I actually really like. Cool. I my when I growing up was I was like all about the Beach Boys. I really liked the Beach Boys. I still. Uh, I was 18. I went with a few friends. We were drinking 40s outside before we went in. Yeah. And some girl got thrown out for flashing everybody. Yeah. Everyone thought that was pretty cool. You saw some boobs listening to Metallica. This is why he was popular in high school and I wasn't. What, drinking 40s outside <laughs> Madison Garden? I went to Westbury Music Fair with my parents and my grandparents. I'm pretty sure that Metallica at MSG drinking 40s, I'm pretty sure you qualified. The rest of that night was nuts. We went to a party at uh, SVA, School yeah. of Visual Arts. Yeah, after. Yeah. It was insane. I'll tell you. It was actually a little gross. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, fun. <laughs> so we're going to open up the phone lines, which you've never done in, in the history of whatever you want to call this show. It's not a podcast. It's, I don't know what it is. It's not a podcast, but bro. But the Do Not Disturb um, is off. Is off. off. So if you want to call, you could be our first ever live first caller. First ever live caller. 631-760-7722. Let's see what it is. Don't call from a, uh, from a blocked number. Yeah. You, we know that you're just trying to fuck around. Yeah. And if you mess around with us, you know. Whatever, but I'm coming for you. <laughs> so uh, you're not going to the game tomorrow? No, because I'm still. Uh, I got the. Uh, I got the family thing. I got my the big 80th birthday dinner. So it's a uh, six three one number. It's a local. It's a uh, boy. A local boy. For the first time ever, we are welcoming welcoming in a uh, caller. His name is Bauer. He's from Holtzville, Long Island. What's up, Bauer? Dude, are you serious? Good job, Bauer. <laughs> All right. Well, Bauer screwed up. Let's see what else is up here. This is why we need some uh, employees. This is why we need a call screener. Thank you yeah, very we much. Need, we need a... Uh... Hello? Hello? This is going well. <laughs> the test worked awesome this morning. You know what it is? I think too many people are calling. I think you overloaded the I system. like the comments. People are writing, fail, fail, holy shit, fail. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. No, it's not. But I think that it, it would be cool if it worked because it worked this morning when it was fun when I did the, the couple tests. But hold Who on. did you have called this morning? I didn't get to watch that. Um, Someone from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, yeah? I can't remember her name. But, yeah, we had, we had, we had two different callers this morning. Hello? So you think we have to just skip this? <laughs> well, it's not going great, so no, this, this <laughs> we might we might need to kick this off another time. Yeah, hello. All right, we might have to skip this. All right. Anyway, so while we're waiting to get a live call on the air, we are coming out with our rally caps in a couple weeks. So let's uh, play a little promo for that.
right, so we're going to wait a couple seconds here and then see if we get a call. Otherwise, we're going to skip this, and hopefully we have a third person that wants to do this for us next week. Um, besides, By the way, Charity, thanks for instilling all the confidence in the world in me. She just goes, blame Brian. <laughs> all I'm doing is sitting here. You know, I think people want to watch the world burn sometimes. They're probably happy that this is That's happening. That's right. That good Dark Knight reference, Hello. by the way. I want to just be. I want to get one live caller on the air so I can wave him off like Francesa. Like, Hello. Get get this. Come on. Yo, how you doing? Hello. We're not looking professional. My family's watching. <laughs> this is this couldn't Whatever. be. This is great that it's happening on just like a random. Thursday. See, the, this is how you know we're we are really live. <laughs> Hello. What up? It's that's my grandfather. That is my grandfather. That's awesome. <laughs> Hello. You know what it is? All right, we'll skip this. We'll skip it. All right. It. Anyway, <laughs> my grandfather just gets going and goes, "What are you guys dumb?" That was it. <laughs> yeah, that that's was my awesome. grandpa. <laughs> All right, so you know what it is? We got to set this off to a um maybe a landline cuz this morning worked fucking awesome. And now it's not working. That's okay. You know what? I, I want to see someone get through. Hello? Well, people are getting through. They're just... No, it's not really coming through. It says, like, incoming call. Uh-huh. But look at all the other ones that are waiting. Well, so that's, that's right. Too popular. Well, too popular. We'll try it again another day. Another. All right. Anyway, we're going to skip that. Yeah. We tried. Lizzie says she'll help next time. All right. Or we get Al Dukes in here to celebrity produce. Al said it was going to go all right. Yeah, see, this is uh, so I'm willing to blame it all on Al. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That that works for me. All right, so you guys know that we do our drink specials at McFadden's each week when there is a baseball game. Um, the only game that's excluded on that is the Subway Series. I guess it's just too crazy in there, and uh, we're going to be tailgating anyway. So the um, the the McFadden's in the city hit me up and they said, you know, we're, we're excited about the opportunity to maybe work with you guys. The special at the ballparks working pretty great. Would you be interested in extending an offer to Manhattan? And I said, you know, to be a hundred percent honest with you, I have no problem promoting that, but we do work with a couple other bars, you know, Mulcahy's when we're not at McFadden's at city field and, you know, playwright and stuff like that. So we didn't want to necessarily um, tell them that they would be the exclusive one stop shop for, all of our drinking needs in Manhattan, but they, I did agree that um, we should do something there. So here's the special every day that there's a Mets game. Show up to McFadden's on uh, the corner of 42nd Street and 2nd Avenue wearing any of our gear, the exact same deal at, at uh, the ballpark. $4 for any draft on the line. The only exclusion is uh, Delirium. You know, Delirium Tremens is like the 10% beer that's like $9 for a little little glass. Yeah. That's the only thing that's not available. So $4 for any draft besides that. $4 for any well drink. And there's no exclusions as far as like blackout dates. So you can go to a Friday, a Friday night game after work or whatever in Manhattan, watch the game, stay there from 7 until whatever the hell time the game ends, and drink $4 beers. You can't do that anywhere in Manhattan. 
So shout out to McFadden's in Manhattan. You are now under the seven line umbrella as far as the drinking specials are concerned. And I think that a lot of fans that work in Manhattan are going to be very excited. About, work or live in Manhattan are going to be excited about this. Like you were saying, like you wouldn't really know where to go out in Manhattan to watch a game well, with yeah, other I Mets mean, fans. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've there's done plenty of bars. There's TVs at every bar. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so many places to go in Manhattan. And I think this is smart for them to like focus the concentration. But now it's the kind of, of thing where like you don't have to wonder where other Mets fans might be to watch a exactly. game. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, you don't have to go with a crew. You can go by, show up by yourself, and I'm sure there'll be someone there every night that's part of our group or our crew do you want to have a live caller really quick what are they going to call yourself on i'm going to just call i'm going to call my grandfather back <laughs> sure so shout out to mcfadden's um the corner of 42nd street and second avenue four dollars for any draft all you gotta do is show up and show th- oh that's what it is too the way they're going to do it because it's such a busy bar the um once you show up and you show them that you're wearing what you're wearing they're gonna give you a wristband okay. that'll say that you're part of the deal that's cool cool i like it we have a call? Uh, almost. <laughs> they say call, and then they, you know, and then that's that's it. They and then they don't pick up the phone. So you know, what are you gonna do? I love that he he did call and he got through it. He said, "What are you guys stupid?" <laughs> I do like that. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. So I mean, this is this is a great deal for for us. I mean, uh, it's I'm not in the city though. very often. I also did, you know, I was well, honest with the lady that that I was dealing with or the girl, or whatever. I was like, listen, you know, I'm totally down right. to promote this, but I, you know, to be completely honest, I don't know how much of the core group or myself or Lizzie or whoever can really go that often. Not that we add any value to the to the special, but all right, um, hold on. What then? Put her then. Put her. Put him on the phone and turn down the the volume in the background. <laughs> I love how low budget this this show is tonight. It got it got very low budget very quickly. What do I put it up to the mic? Yeah, what do you want to talk this about? Is, yeah, what do you this want? Is, hello, who's this? It's your grandson. Oh well, this is your grandfather. I this I get is that. Poppy and I have a couple of questions for you. Well, guys. make it one question because we're <laughs> tight, kind of tight on time, and I need to be over to you in like eight minutes. All right. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I've been watching baseball since I was five years old. Bring back old baseball. And that'll <laughs> shorten the game very, very quickly. You wonder why you I, I don't want anything I, new. I know a lot of ball players that were great ball players that'll be rolling over their grave if they were watching baseball today. Well, thanks, Pop. That That's super helpful because... <laughs> but man on second base. He's yelling about the You're World Baseball Class. <laughs> I didn't hang up on you. You're still on. Put a man on second base like tournament ball in, in Little League. What is that? Walkabata automatically. Yeah. We're, okay. So what? What do you suggest? A bat that's shaped like a toothpick, so it breaks seven <laughs> times a week. <laughs> What's his answer if the game goes like four what? and a half hours? Okay, hold on, hold on. Things that you would do. Hold, hold on. I agree with Chico. So Until what? Darren, his game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're off. No, leave him up. No, get him off of you. Uh, you yeah, okay. that was great. Yeah, it's great for now. He'll go on for 15 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you, well, you want to get out of here, probably. Well, I got to go listen to that for the next two hours. <laughs> All right, oh, so um, we are going to get to the clip of the week, which I think was an awesome one. Someone else captured this from the back of the section. It started making its rounds on, I think, Sunday. I saw it when I was on the way home from St. Louis. And then Lizzie, this morning, we were sitting in our cars waiting for the cable guy to show up to uh, set up the new new spot because um, obviously we need Internet to, to operate. And she's like, hey, you want to like check out some of my clips from the weekend? Maybe you want to use something? I'm like, well, I already made like the edit from St. Louis, mm-hmm. but uh, let me see what you got. So... She sent this. Oh, sorry. 
See that kid right there? Yeah. He's pumped. Yeah. All right, we're going to watch it again. So if, for those of you that are listening afterwards, this is our buddy, Big Mike. He already has some type of mixed drink in his hand. He came back to the section. I was sitting to, like, behind him. The beer guy comes up and goes, I don't know if you guys can even hear me right now. The beer guy comes up and says, like, last call or whatever. Someone bought Mike this beer. It's a 16-ounce beer. And the clip itself is only 13 seconds long. He drank this 16-ounce beer with no hands just holding it with his teeth in like seven seconds. Very impressive. But yeah, there's a kid there, and he's like, man, this is what I'm aspiring to become. Yeah, that's, that's good. Well, <laughs> I'm glad we've made a positive influence on the youth of, youth of America. Are you kidding me? Did we? Oh, we didn't get to the feedback. The feedback from St. Louis was all, through the freaking roof. Yeah. Check out this email from this guy, Rick. Guys, I'm a St. Louis native and Cardinals season ticket holder. I was at the game yesterday and was impressed with the turnout from your crew and the support you give your team. You guys being there made the game that much more enjoyable. Hope you enjoyed St. Louis and Bush Stadium. To get that kind of feedback from a fan that has season tickets from the home team, from for a group that just came through and basically like tried to run yeah. the show is awesome. That's fantastic. Good and for him. Here's another one. I blocked their name out because it's an email and I don't know the legalities of that. Um... Good afternoon. I just wanted to tell you, someone over at the Seven Line Army, that you guys are amazing. I live in St. Louis and I'm a proud Mets fan. My son and I attended the game Saturday, and let me tell you, even though we didn't sit near you guys, we can hear you cheering and everything. It made our day great to hear Mets fans that loud. He was cheering along right with you guys. We had people asking us who you guys were, and they were very amazed at how much Mets pride we have. From one Mets fan to another, Thank you so thank you so much for a day. We'll, we won't forget. Hope you guys come back next year. We, we're not coming back next year. And uh, hope everyone made it back home safe. So to get that, like we got dozens, and I'm not fucking with you, dozens of emails like this from people like, wow, that was such a great day. That's so awesome. That's all we're trying to accomplish. Exactly. You know, we can't do much about the wins and loss, losses, but we can do something about the cheering and the fun and the camaraderie and the the everything else besides the wins and losses we can control. And I'm glad that so many people are receptive to that, even if they don't like the Mets. Most definitely. So we are going to take a couple of Facebook call, uh, yeah. questions here and turn this thing off. That was actually a, that it's an hour, but it feels like a long hour. It feels like we already went over an hour. Really? You think but we so? didn't. Are I we think... getting completely killed in the comments for no, completely in screwing? Fact, in fact, John Ritchie wants a new weekly segment, Old Time Baseball with Pop. That would be awesome. He can call in whenever he wants. Yeah, like a, like a quick, like, yeah. we give him a minute to say whatever the fuck he wants. You know what? <laughs> uh, this is interesting. My uncle and I were BSing, and he asked. So nobody likes long ball? I, I like long ball. But I mean, I don't know. Watch it? Yeah, but it's hard to articulate something for like a concept. I'm saying like the Big Hurt is about to retire. He plays long ball. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to run. He doesn't have to field. He doesn't have to do shit. Just hit some home runs. Just hit dingers. Mm -hmm. Hit taters. Hit big dongs. What That's you all you need. Big right, dunk. I guess no one likes long ball. But. Well, I like long ball. Um, and chicks, they dig it. They do. I think. Uh, I think. I think Charity would like long ball. She. She gave me some heart eye emojis for for long ball. Oh, good. I think it was mostly for the for the tagline. And we like Charity. Uh, we so do, if anyone's we, got we love Charity, or her, she was there in St. Louis. Oh my God! You should have seen the the job that she did on the, her kids' T-shirts. Obviously, we yeah. don't make kids apparel for the outings, mm -hmm. so a lot of parents um, customize what they have. They usually order like a women's small and customize it. Yeah. Um, I did it for for Amelia, pretty poorly, but it worked out decent. I was put to shame when I saw her kids. They yeah. like sewed on 
pieces of fabric on the back. It was incredible. So that's awesome. If you her follow kids charity, are adorable. I think her Twitter is like this is charity yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Follow her on Twitter and check out photos from what she customizes for her kids. There, it's incredible. Uh, Bill Larley wants to know: um, Do uh, are the Houston shirts designed? Um, yes, but I can't talk about them yet because okay. it's not approved. Uh, Matt Mackin wants to know: Do we hate Aaron Judge very much? No, no. I, like I think I think Aaron Judge and the youth of baseball is great for the sport. Um, we talk about this often. It's fun to uh, have a rivalry with the Yankees fans and talk shit during the Subway Series, but I don't really care. I c- couldn't care less what goes on in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, I do write stuff on purpose to egg people on and rile people up on Twitter because it's fun. Um, I really don't. I, I don't care. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, we got a lot of this today. Dennis Stratton wants to know about Sammy. Sosa. About Judge, though. I, oh, what yeah. I do want to touch on. He did uh, a sit-down interview with A. Rod like last week that uh-huh. aired during I think the pregame, and he said something. You know, like anyone could have a couple hot months, and this could all be over tomorrow, which is true. I love that. You know, last year he was batting like one something. Yeah. One eighty or one mm. whatever, and he said he put a note in his phone and and every. Every day this offseason, he looked at the note like batting average, right? And he stepped it up. So, you know, this whole thing, you know, him hitting balls to the moon and off the roof or whatever the hell he did this week could all be over in a couple weeks. Good for him. Good for Aaron Judge. I like him. Live it up Um, for the time being. Yeah, Dennis wants to know uh, about uh, Sammy Sosa. And yeah, Sammy Sosa looks jacked up. I don't know what else to say about that. Somebody sent me something today when I was talking about the show and they said, What's up with Sammy Sosa? And I was like, I have no idea. You showed me a photo before we went live. The best tweet on Twitter was like, Sammy Sosa over here looking like an unbrushed tongue because you see my dad's tweet last night (laughs) yeah your dad was savage my dad i I thought that someone stole his phone (laughs) yeah my dad um has twitter and he usually doesn't actually like write tweets he replies to people like myself or whoever that he knows from the group he wrote something yesterday that his granddaughter is two and has been to more Mets games than Matt Harvey. Savage <laughs> in the AF. past couple of years. Savage AF. I was like, holy shit, dad, dad throwing some shade I over here. I love it. I love it. Uh, Keith Knowlton wants to know, if we trade Duda and Bruce, who replaces Duda and does Conforto start more and right? <sighs> I would assume that would signal the start of the Dom Smith era at yeah. first base. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we're going to know very soon. Like the trade deadline's like two weeks away, right? Yeah, yeah. And we'll I mean, know really quick. I would assume that if they can find a taker, they will will send these guys on the expiring deals out. And um, I mean, yeah, your you're corner outfielders next year are going to be Cespedes and Conforto. So you might as well get Conforto used to right field. Um, so, yeah, I would assume it's it's Conforto and Wright and Dom Smith at first. If Did that you see happens. the thing about the Marlins might be shopping um, Stanton and Yelich? Or is that just like bullshit? I don't know. I don't I never trust that stuff. And don't st- take take stories that you read during the All-Star break with a grain of salt, because a lot of these guys that write for a living for baseball don't have much to write about right now. Right. So there's so many hypotheticals. And like, you know, if you follow Michael Barron on Twitter, people always just send him like stupid hypotheticals. But then like Barron he doesn't trades. have to answer everything. Well, whatever. Why does he I mean, answer because I think it's part of his thing. Like Barron trades, like like him writing the middle name of a guy after they get a David re- Allen, right? Yeah, like an RBI. It's like his thing. But David people Allen. People are trying to fill content space. And did you see? Right. Totally jumping around now, but keep burping. Uh, Ken Rosenthal and like what's going on at Fox? Did you see that? No. They he doesn't work for Fox anymore, as far as like editorial. It's only on TV. Really? So, yeah. So, like, his thing last night, he wrote, like, you know, I still have a job. I'm just not writing anymore. He's posting all of his stuff on Facebook. So, like, he has his own Facebook page. Of and he's like, you know what? Like, for the time being, you can follow me here. 
and he's directing people to his Facebook page. Cool. So I I guess, but I mean, like the way media is going, I think something I saw a stat like in a couple of years, eighty something percent of all content is going to be video. People I'm, don't want to read anymore. If I go to a, an article and it's like nine paragraphs long, I usually don't read it. This is very Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's bummed me out. Anyway, it's last, the truth. It's, yeah, well, it still bums me out. Yeah, that's um, why people are losing their jobs. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, so let's see. Last one here. Last call. Um, Should I call Bauer? Because he wanted to talk. Should I just call him? Uh, <laughs> or just skip for next week? You know what? Call Bauer and let's make that our our grand. Like, what did family. you want to talk about? Yeah, let's call call Bauer. Get him on the phone. Let's see what he wants to talk about. And then, oh, what's your name and where you calling from? All right, but... All right, we got to figure this out. And oh, then... by the way, with you doing your your uh, your Francesa tonight, thirty for thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. gonna be watching, um, which starts in like Big an hour. Big Brother. Big Brother. I'm I'm be- two episodes behind. You're not caught up. It's pretty good. It's. I thought this. I think this season's been excellent. I like all the new twists. Yeah, well, I mean, that show has always been, like, make up the rules as they go along. But they, they kind of need to. Well, that's and, okay. Well, I mean, Den I'm... Den of Temptation. Yeah, Den of Temptation. I mean, that, that's just, like, who who do the producers want to hang in the game a little bit longer? I mean, that's Hello? basically what that boils down to. What's up, What's up, Bauer? <laughs> Yo, so we got, like, 20 phone calls at the exact same time, and then we got kicked off. Okay, really? well... That doesn't make any sense. All right, well, come on, come on over, Bauer. Right, come so on over gonna, to the dark side. I'm you for a second. Tell us what you want to say, and then we're going to end the show with you. So, can you hear me? Okay, well, Bauer, you just talk because we can hear you. Okay. <laughs> All right, Bauer, what's up, man? Bauer from Holtzville, what's up? I really, honestly, man, you keep cutting back out. <laughs> All right, well, that went great. Thanks, Bauer. Thanks for the call. All anyway. right, so tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> John Gray on the mound for the Colorado Rockies against Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> it's it's still a weekday, so everybody will be out at McFadden's and our crew. Um, have a good time out there. Anything you want to say to wrap this up? Uh, not really. Wear your 27L to get the drink specials tomorrow. Again, like Brian just said, we're not going to be tailgating. We will be at McFadden's before we head into the game. Try to. I know it's, it's exciting to see your friends after the All-Star break, but try to wrap it up and be into the seats before the National Anthem. We are there for the ball game. Um, Ten-game homestand. <laughs> if it's going to happen, it's got to happen now. Exactly. So gotta 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 get hot here and uh, turn some heads and make some moves and uh, hopefully get back on the winning track because Noah Syndergaard said that we're they're a second half team so I'm ready to see it. Who knows when the hell that guy's gonna come back? Who knows if Dave Wright's ever come back? Who knows what's up with Matt Harvey? Who knows? We got Jay shit Harwitz. falling down. Everything's going down. <laughs> we I don't know. There's a lot of question marks, but you know what? No matter what's going on on the field, enjoy yourself at the ballpark. We're still gonna be out there with our friends. Have fun. That's what life's all about. See you guys next Thursday. Next Thursday, we are going to have Greg Prince on as our guest next yes. week, and then we have a very hopefully special guest in yeah. two weeks from now. We can't really talk about that something yet. Something big but lined up. Though. Something uh, something astronomical might be going on for for Orange and Blue thing in yep. two weeks from today. But for next week, Greg Prince will be our guest, uh, author of many Mets books. Uh, 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 the the amount of Mets knowledge in this guy's brain is unbelievable, and we're going to be talking about his new book all about Mike Piazza. So join us next week, Thursday night, live, facebook.com slash the seven line. If you don't watch the show on Facebook, we appreciate your downloads on iTunes and SoundCloud. Share the show. If you haven't shared it yet, it's okay because people can watch the replay. 
Share the show. And once we turn this thing off, I will pick somebody. I didn't do it earlier. I forgot. So share the show right now. I will pick them uh, and message them privately that they want a package of free stuff from the Seven Lines. So if you made it this far, we appreciate it. We'll try to work out the kinks for the voicemail um, thing next week. It did work. We did it earlier this earlier today twice. But I think that having so many people call at the exact same time kind of screwed up the uh, cell phone. So apologize for that. Join us tomorrow at City Field. If you're in Manhattan, anytime there's a game between now and and uh, whenever the Mets season ends, enjoy your discounted drinks, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. So let's go Mets. Later.